Welcome to Janelle Jones Empowerment Podcast. We're here to help you know, love, be, and live your dream life. We talk about reaching your dreams and all that's in between. We hope you enjoy the message. Hey, hey now, welcome to Girl You Got This. I am your host, Janelle Jones, and this, of course, is the author's edition. So today I have with me, I'm super, super excited, best-selling author, Nikki Burton. She is the bomb.com. Let me tell y'all. Listen, I, I'm going to give you information. The bomb.com entrepreneur. She is a dope artist. I mean, just, just lay it out. And I love just how she radiates herself and her passion through her art. It is the most dopest thing I have ever seen. I just want her to love. You know, and I'm going to show y'all and tell y'all how to connect with her so that y'all can go buy her stuff. Because listen, it's one of a kind pieces that you want in your closet, on your bag, on your body, on whatever you got so that you can get it. So welcome, Nicole, or Nikki. I call Nicole, we're going to say Nikki. Welcome, Nikki. So I want you to be, give a big round of applause, and I want you to have an excellent time listening to dope information about your business, because a lot of y'all need it, all right? Welcome, Nicole. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, now I know I didn't do you justice by introducing yourself, so I would love for you to tell everybody who you are? Um, so I am Nikki Burton, owner of Kings by Nikki Wearable Art LLC. I specialize in customization ex- and exclusivity with apparel, jewelry, wall art, home decor. If you need your floor painted, I can do that. You need a wall painted, I can do that. I recently added to my resume and I painted a boulder for a housing development as well. So I am a surface designer which means that I can customize anything that has a surface that paint will adhere to with you in mind. Listen, anything you want customized, hit up Nikki. And and I'm serious. I'm telling y'all, I am not joking. Her art is so unique and rich and it's just very, when she say customization, it is very different. Like you, when I see stuff on the internet, like when I'm scrolling through Facebook and it's not even her page and I see people with it, I'm like, oh, that's Nikki. Because she has such a unique, talented gift that has her stamp on it. So it, it, it I'm telling you, it's by far the most out, like, landish in a positive way. Just, it catches your eye. Like, oh my God, like, it speaks. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not being funny. It speaks to my soul. I, I actually showed my husband her website and he was just so impressed with it. So trust me when I say you want to connect with Nikki, all right? <laughs> so Miss Nikki actually just, well, not just, she wrote a book. And let me tell y'all, this book is so needed because a lot of people are slipping as business people, just really in that business etiquette piece. And one of the things she does, um, as you know, is she loves to do vending events or she's called to do video events because she's so dope, right? <laughs> so she is called to do a lot of vending. And um, one of the things that she specializes is helping other people because I'm not for sure if you've ever been a vendor before. And what I say by vendor is, you know, ha- going and selling your products at different events, right? And what's happening is a lot of people are not, you know, 
standing out. So she wrote a book out of her passion, right? She saw she saw a need and she actually wanted to help people fix it. So her book is called I Level is Bi Level: The Power and Success of a Dope Tablescape. And it is so awesome so that you're able to really make that money. So Miss Nikki, tell us some more about I Level is Bi Level. Um so I was giving out the information in the book for free for about two and a half, three years. And so my friend, you know, she just kept saying to me, you need to, you need to put this in a book. Like you need to write this down. Um, I had, you know, people that would call me or, and ask for information or ask for suggestions. I never charge people just when they started talking, I could just kind of you know, from the top of the brain, give them some ideas of what they could do to make their table look different than everybody else's or things that they didn't think of that they could use to display um, certain different items that they wanted to um, promote on their table. You know, once my, my friend put the idea in my head, I was just like, oh, okay, well, I, I guess I could put this in a book. And so I did. It, You know, it, it took a little bit for me to get there. Um, some days were good days. Some days were, you know, like, oh, I'm going to let this flow or I need to add to this subject, so to speak. But it was something, it's still something that's definitely needed, especially for new vendors, new business owners, entrepreneurs that enjoy doing pop-up shops. It's a way to get your brand out there. It's a way to get recruited. For bigger vendor events um, that are on a national level or even being picked up to be in a clothing store or a big box store. And it's time out to stop having people look down at your table when mm -hmm. there's, you know, Pinterest and the World Wide Web at your fingertips. Like it's time out for all of that. Um, and you should want better for yourself and your brand. Mm -hmm. so that's why I wrote the book it's definitely a necessity I love that you said you don't want people looking down at your table yeah. I remember when I first had a vendor event it was so like bland <laughs> like I, I, I tell the basic like stuff and you know you don't even think about just what you're attracting right when, when mm -hmm. you're like that like you're not even thinking about People not coming to your table just because it looks crappy. Like it's all like you said, I level is by level. Like that's like the dopest title. I know I say dope a lot, but I what I'm seeing, if I am not attracted to it, I'm not about to come to your table. Correct. I mean, people because people will walk past and you know, they'll look because you're there, but that doesn't mean that they're gonna stop. And mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that people have to shop with you because they're there. Um if you never get up and greet people, if you're constantly mm -hmm. sitting there with the oh woe is me or nobody's coming to my table type of look or vibe, maybe you're not being not welcome to people. Get up, introduce yourself, tell them a little bit about your brand, tell them a little bit about your story and why you started. They may not be able to buy then. They can get a card. They even may give you a tip, financial, business advice. Whatever the case may be, but you have to give them a reason to want to shop with you. And mm -hmm. if you can't do that verbally, then your table should be able to speak for itself. Listen, I think this message is universal, though. Like, 
I know eye level is by level is helping you create your dope dinner table. But listen, listen what she just said that you could take and use in your own business. First of all, welcome people. Yeah. How many of us it don't? We're just waiting. Like we we have all these ideals and we have all this stuff. So you like just picture your business as a table, right? You have all this stuff, all these ideals, but you ain't put nothing out there, right? Then she said, you want to, when, when I mean welcome people, you're not even, you're not even greeting people. You're not even talking to people. You're just wanting some, someone to magically come and buy your stuff. Yep. Then she said, talk to them, talk to them about their brands and, you know, talk to them. You know, it's almost like we're entrepreneurs and we are sitting up here twiddling our, our thumbs waiting for, I don't know what it is. And we're not really putting in the effort. And then she said, you want to give them a reason to buy from you. So you want yes. them to be like, you know what? I, okay, I, I see all the work. You should listen. When y'all buy her book, it's when y'all when y'all see this, you're going to be so amazed. Because when I was when I saw her live and in person, I was like, I'm about to sit with her because what? Like it's like nothing over here, and her tables are built out because it's eye level. That I mean, that's what it's about. So really, this is really basic business etiquette that it will apply to you whether you're a vendor whether you have a pop-up shop whether you have a brick and mortar whether you have an online business all of the, her principles will apply to you so really take heed to this and go get her book we'll tell you how to get that later yes what what was your frustrations like what were some of your frustrations that you know you may have seen with um, people building their tables um so um Given, I can give advice all day. Um, it, it, people asking for the advice or wanting the advice, and then constantly not ever applying the advice that I've given. Mm-hmm. So I stopped giving advice to those people. Like now, at this point, you can buy the ebook or you can buy the paperback. But until I see what you you. I need people to try attempt and if you can't you can hire me and I can do it for you some people Mm -hmm. may not have the time to invest or you should be able to invest in the tablescape but even to like maybe look for some of the things that they Mm -hmm. don't know that they need or they just don't know like you can hire me and I will consult you on what it is that you could do to -hmm. make your table go to the next level and you can start one piece at a time. If you can't afford to buy five or six crates at one time, then go use a coupon, use the coupon five days in a row because it's on one item and you can get that same effect. You just have to do it on a daily basis or a weekly basis or whenever you can do it. There's different ways to use everyday items to make your table look different than anybody else's to make you stand out. So the frustration comes in when people don't apply the knowledge. And I'm not saying that I've always, like I've taken classes and sessions and I've done some things that I've paid for and then get frustrated with myself because I'm like, you keep paying for the same classes, but you never applied any of the information that you've learned from the first class. So why you keep taking classes when you're not even applying the information? And it's like, apply the information that you're given. So I I mean, uh, I did my first workshop. I had 15, 16 people. It was virtual. 
Um, so it was, you know, before, during COVID, of course, and it was virtual. And, and it was, I was pumped to have 16 people for my first time doing it, um, but just kind of showing them and walking them through the, okay, this is what I see when I go to a vendor event. And it was a, a flat table, tablecloth, everything on the table was flat. I mean, not even a, a, you know, a bowl for candy. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing was appealing about the table. And then I showed them one of my table setups or I walked them through it as well. Broke it down, walked them through it. But it's like some of the people have replied back to me about their results from the workshop and them actually applying what I taught them. And they've been good. And then other people is just, you know, I've reached out, I've heard nothing. And maybe they've mm -hmm. not done a vendor event or whatever. But even because we're still in a pandemic, you can still do a virtual pop-up shop. You don't have to do it with other vendors. You can do it in your home, on your porch, outside, at a park, mm -hmm. in your studio, your office. You can still do it, but still apply the same principles as if it was a room full of other people. You can still set your table up to where it's still eye level is my level. People will definitely zoom in more. Like, what is that over there in that left upper right hand corner? Mm -hmm. Are you going to show that? How much is that? I want to buy that. Like, you still have to apply the same principles if it's just you or if it's 15 other people in the room. But you, the frustration is, is thinking that because you paid your vendor fee and you're there, that people technically have to buy from you. That's a good point. I get a lot of people who ask me, is it worth vending? Like, you know, okay. Because a lot of times people charge you. People will charge you to be a vendor. And let's say they charge $60. And then you, you know, you have your, let's say you have books or something. And your books are $10. To make your money back, you, you have to buy books. That may seem like it's easy to do, right? Okay. Let me break even. If I sell 60 books or six books, I can break even and get my vendor fee for $60. But you got to sell those books, right? Correct. And the, the great point is people get frustrated when they pay vendors because they feel like they're wasting their money. But your book allows them to bridge that gap to attract more people because you're right. If you're vending at an event that does not guarantee sales, it's nice to get exposure. And I don't even guarantee that either, right? Mm -hmm. But we're but what you're saying is here is a way that if you're paying money to vend, here's a way that you can actually put yourself out there or draw the crowd to you using these techniques and eye level is by level. Yep. Right? Yep. And mm -hmm. they have to promote. Like you can't wait. Just some people feel like I pay, you know, this person this vendor fee. And then they're waiting on them to promote their brand. Their job was to get vendors to their event. Your job is to promote your business. That's not the person's job that is hosting the event. Yes, they can add to, but it's your job to promote your business and to let your people know where you're going to be. Listen to that. <laughs> people get so caught up. Like, I have never heard that. Like, when I was vending, I didn't realize that it was my job to promote me. I did think that it was the person's event to do it, but that's not the truth. 
mm-hmm. truth of the matter is you want to let people know where you are so they can buy your stuff and not put it on the person who is in charge of the event. Like you said, they did their part. This is like yep. true business etiquette. They did their part. Now you have to go ahead because some people don't like to promote their products. I struggle with that. Like I, I, I really correlated with like feeling all oh, man with a you know just that fear of rejection or whatever so some people struggle to put themselves out there they don't like to sound or feel salesy or whatever the case may be so then they're putting that on the event host and then that's not fair because they've done their job and then you go to their event and no one is showing up and then you're you're wondering whose fault it is yes and so some people get frustrated because they're like they want to add so the question that a lot of vendors ask is you know, how many people are you expecting? I could be expecting a million people to walk through the door. Mm. But the actuality is, is how many people did you invite? Mm. Yeah. So it could be a great day. It could be a sunny, hot day outside. It could be a beautiful day in October. And it might be one of those last hot, warm days. And they have the option of saying, do I want to go to this vendor event? Or do I want to be outside because tomorrow is going to be 50? That's a risk that you take. Vending is literally a risk mm-hmm. that you take. But that's why it's important to promote. Create a mm-hmm. text thread. Create a email list. Invite your friends, your family. Ask them to share it. Create a flyer. Like You can create your own flyer for where you're vending. Some people create hot cards and pass them out like this is where I'll be for the whole month of July. Mm-hmm. So if you don't catch me here, you can catch me at the next three events that I'll be at on these days and these times. Now, explain put, to me what a hot card is. So a hot card is uh, it's like a three by five. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it could go up to a five by seven, depending on what you have on it or put on it. Um, and it's a piece of colored cardstock with pictures so it could be a picture of them and their products a picture of them and their tablescape um with the dates the times and then their email address phone number if they have a brick and mortar like business location mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff and it's something that even if you're standing there you can pass it out to people that are walking past not anything that you have to push on them. You can literally just hand it to them. You can mm-hmm. actually use those to put them in a swag bag. Um, you can use those when you are shipping out your uh, product. You can put it in a greeting card. You can put it in an envelope. You can just stick it in the packaging. And it's something that they will always have can reference when they're looking for you along with a business card that's dope listen <laughs> all the information that she is sharing with you now imagine what's in her book y'all need to get that because it's some really like i never heard of the hot car so it's, it's a way to get people to connect with you and say okay here's where i'm going follow me and a lot of us need that especially if we're vending so people can track us somewhere especially if we're interacting with cold traffic people we never met she also i want to go back a little bit okay. um one of the things she she said was she took this, this eye level is by level, how to really create a dope tablescape. Did you hear her say she's a consultant? So she actually 
allow you to hire her. This is a whole, listen, this is how you take your passion and turn it to profit. <laughs> and that's what I talk about a lot. This is how you say, this is a problem I see that people need. I'm going to write a book. Not only am I going to write a book on it, I'm going to take it a step further and I'm going to create a concept, consulting business with it. I'm going to actually either show you how to do it, which she, she did in her workshop, or I'll do it for you, which is what she does with uh, some of her clients, where she'll go do it for you. Mm -hmm. Now, this is how you take your passions and really make money off of them, multiple streams of income. And yes. I, I don't want you to sleep on that. Like, she was like, there's a need for this. Not everybody has her eyes, right? She's, she's an artist, and she's absolutely excellent at what she does. Not everybody has her eyes. And it's not just eyes. She has the resources. She knows the systems. She knows where to go. So you don't have to try to, you know, it's like hiring a coach to do something for you. A lot of times when you hire a coach to do something for you, they will actually get you to that result in either half the time or the quarter of the time. That is mm -hmm. what she do when she is consulting her clients is you don't have to figure it out. She knows the ins and outs of it. She's been doing it for years. So that's why you hire her to do it. So. You can't tell me you can't take something that's like a pleasure or a pain and actually turn that thing around and create you a business. So, right? <laughs> that's, that okay. is so awesome. Now, when did you realize it was important to share your business expertise with the world? Um, COVID, I, I don't know if I have. So the crazy part is, is I don't know if I would have ever gotten to it, but we had nothing but time in 2020. And so I didn't have a lot of vendor events because the, most of the things that I had signed up to do or had planned on doing were shut down and vendor fees refunded and all that thing like April and May, March, April, May. Most people mm -hmm. for the rest of the year canceled everything. So it was my bigger events and Christmas was a little bit different for me last year. Like I still kind of did some things and promoted like I was vending, but it still was different than being in person and having people come to see me. So mm -hmm. I had a little bit more time to sit and write it out, to mm -hmm. even think about the size of the book, because I wanted people to be able to take the book with them and put it in a, a space that they have vending stuff. So if they have like a receipt book or their Square or their PayPal swiper or Shopify swiper, like whatever type of swiper they have, if they have that, then they can put the book with that and there's still space for writing down information that they need. So like 2020 was literally a year of, vision for me still I still ask people like do you see what you expected to see like is it still there because even you know people are saying that, like you know it's my year of vision it's 2020 vision and I'm like okay well did you take advantage of the 2020 vision because we all needed to sit down and chill for a little bit mm -hmm. anything that you wanted to do or get done or expected to do probably should have happened or started, initiated in 2020. And so That's that was it. the perfect time to do it. Are y'all hearing this? Are y'all hearing this? She created a whole book. She became a best-selling author. She also became a consultant in 2020 because she decided to sit, right? We were kind of forced to because COVID. I know we were on shutdown for like two and a half months. But instead of taking that time and just being like, you know what, whatever, I'm just about to chill. She took that time and invested into herself. And with that came like three different products. 
you know, that's bringing, that's bringing in her income. So instead of being like, yeah, this is my year of vision. Because a lot of people, like, when we said 2019, that was the whole thing. Oh, shoot, I'm about to see clearly. And then when March 2020 came, it was like, what the heck yep. <laughs> is going on? And unfortunately, a lot of people didn't really utilize that time. You know, they did not take that time to invest or reinvest in themselves. Because really now we're into 2021. And I know people are starting to go back. Like, the world is opening up. And soon as you know it will be back into the sense of some normalcy, going back to work. And then we don't have the luxury of working from home or, you know, doing those things when we could have done all of that in 2020. Yes. And it was Mm -hmm. like I even went and, you know, I had got my first consultant client that it was her first vending event. And she was like, can you, I'm going to pay you, you just come set my table up. What do, what do I need? And she sold, she sells smoothies. Um, so I'm like, props, a cooler, your blender, you can either use real fruit or fake fruit, and we can use those for the props on your table. Then she mm-hmm. has some t-shirts made, she has some buttons, she likes backpacks. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. We can use your backpack to put the buttons on. Because that's mm-hmm. how people will wear it, whether it's on the strap or the front part of the backpack. I said, so you could do that. We could put a t-shirt on. I, she asked to borrow a mannequin. I let her borrow a mannequin. So I have some things that people can either rent or purchase. Crates. Um, I have a stand that has uh, hooks on it. So if someone needs to use that, even if they don't use the hooks, they can still use it for an art display where they can zip tie their canvas work to it and they can sell art that way and it takes up very little space but it's eye level is my level it still gives Mm -hmm. them the level that they need and so we did that she created a sign with we went and got a picture frame and rainbow colored paper because that's goes with our logo and we created a sign for the day for prices Mm -hmm. she had her business cards out so we just we did that you know and I would she walked I walked her through it I might take plenty of pictures because if it's ever a time that you need me and I can't do it, then you have pictures that you can reference back to and she can even change it if she needed to. So I tell people that even if you can't afford to pay me every single time to go ahead of you and set up your table, you can take tons of pictures or you can walk alongside me, take notes, even take pictures and You'd be like, oh, okay, I can do this again myself. So I had one lady who couldn't, at the time, she couldn't afford to really read, like, invest in her business. But she bought the ebook, and then she turned around and she bought the paper pack. Well, she did her first vending event. She sent me the pictures, and her whole setup, she had nothing on the table. All mm-hmm. her racks went up, and she tagged me on Instagram. She tagged me on Facebook. She shared it like she shares her post a lot about you need to consult her. She left me a review on Amazon. Like I'm grateful for her because she literally took the information from the book and she applied it. And she said her first vending event was very, very well. She made, she exceeded her goal by a lot. So listen, we're going to learn how to connect with Nicole. (laughs) <laughs> when we do our business events because it is really a lot of times when you think about business you know a lot of times it becomes either health wealth or relationship that's that's where people thrive you know this is what people want to know and she is teaching you how to make 
your money, how to make money in your business. And it's not, you know, some of us just think we have to do A, B, and C. And it's little things that you could do to really just enhance your, your look, like how you're presenting to the world. And she is even offering not only consultation, you can even rent or buy equipment for her. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do some connections with Nicole real soon. My next question is, what do you want people to learn from your book? What is the biggest like lesson that you want them to get? So the biggest lesson is you don't have to do every event that you're invited to. Make sure that it makes sense for your brand to be represented. Vendors are not afterthoughts, meaning if they already have a flyer and they've been promoting the event, and then they throw in vendors, they're using the vendor fee to finish either paying for the venue or for their event. And so then that's when you can ask questions. Hey, are you redoing this flyer to add my logo to it? Because if not, then I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not being a part of it because I'm not an afterthought. To remember that it's your responsibility to promote your brand. And it's your responsibility to present your best to the world. Mm. So even if you're, you know, like, oh, I'm doing a local event, people are constantly going live. People are constantly taking pictures. They put the pictures on social media. So that means what you're showing to the world. You might not think of it like that, but it literally is on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, TikTok. You're literally showing the world your brand listen y'all should have had your whole notebooks <laughs> pen pad out <laughs> i mean just for, for her dropping that knowledge imagine what the book is like there was a lot of information the one that really stuck to me was vending is not an afterthought Ooh, yes. <laughs> some people gonna be mad at you to come they gonna be listen. mad <laughs> yeah, I've, listen they've gotten mad i've got kicked out of uh groups on messenger because mm. you know someone gave out my information or you know and then they're like so i start asking questions before i give you any mm. money i'm gonna ask a bunch of questions if you don't like the fact that i'm asking questions then you're not really getting my money anyway and i'm mm. gonna leave it before you kick me out but i'm allowed to ask questions because you want my money like where are we going to be in comparison to the rest of the people at the event mm. are we going to be easily accessible visible are we in a whole different space with the doors closed or they have to walk through a door? Is there signage to say there's vendors here? Are you going to say it on the microphone? Don't forget to spend with the vendors. And better yet, are you going to spend as the promoter mm. of the event? Are you going to spend with the vendors? Listen, I think this is, I know this is so important because this is stuff we do not even think about. I would have never thought to do any of those my vendor experience was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yes. I mean, and this, it'll teach you that. So I have a mm -hmm. friend that she does not like vendor events. She knew that part after doing about three or four of them. She, she, she understood that part about her business. And she was like, mm -hmm. this is not for me. I'll still do my business. I'll still promote my business. I'll still do all of those things. But I will not set up to be a vendor. And that's, that's really like very interesting. Because it's just, you don't think of, like, you literally don't think about any of that. Imagine if you did. And listen, this is not just for tables. You can apply all of this to any of your business. A lot of us getting, like, one of the things that also hit me was, 
you know, make sure it is something make make sure that it makes sense to your brand. Sometimes yeah. I've noticed that I would jump it like when I first started out in my early or my entrepreneurship journey, I was all, I was like thirsty. I was one of them thoughts. I was a thirsty chick, right? Because mm-hmm. I wanted the exposure. So anytime somebody was like, hey girl, you know, we have this, I was jumping on it. But sometimes what I found was, you know, my audience was I was selling children's books and t-shirts, right? And I would go to events that had, you know, they would have children, but they, it was like something else. And those were not my target audience and I wouldn't sell a lot. So then it's like, or if you are a detailer and you're going to, you know, a Disney event, you know, you may not get a lot of sales because it doesn't match your audience. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's important to make it make sense because you're paying fees and then you don't want to feel like you're not paying these fees and then I'm I'm not getting my return because you're choosing to be in the wrong avenue of what your business is or yep. what your business is doing. Yep. And then I'm going to give a, a, a good, a good, good piece of advice. If the event is children friendly and it's free. So say if it's school supply giveaways and those types of things and they're looking for vendors. That means that you either need to know what to take for that event. If you don't have anything for $20 or less, because that's not an event that you take your high-end stuff. Mm -hmm. That's an event that you take something that's under $20. You might get haggled, and that's when you have to say, is this really where I want to be set up? And if you can pass, you can say no. You can be mm-hmm. like, no, this is not for me. This is not my brand won't be represented well there. Um, I'm a pass. But mm-hmm. anytime there are free giveaways, people literally are coming to take those days. Mm-hmm. They're not coming to spend. And nine times out of ten, they're not bringing money to spend because they're looking to get free food, get free drinks, get free supplies. Mm-hmm. get free whatever it is free face painting all the things that everything that they want is free that day mm-hmm. and i'm not saying it's all of them but it's a majority of them it's really not a space for vendors unless they are a service-based vendor and they have services that they can pass out information pamphlets and then again their space should still be free now that's a that's a good point because if you're going to spaces like that and i know all places are not like in low income, you know, family, mm-hmm. so you can't, but it's almost like you're going to really serve. So it's not like more profitable. It's more of a servicehood and you not expecting anything, but maybe exposure as opposed to exchanging it for, for some money. That's Correct. a very, very good point. That's Correct. a very good point. Wow. Listen, she just dropped, dropping some dope knowledge that y'all need. So we're going to really get into talking about how you can connect with her but before we do that nikki tell us what's next for you like what are you doing tell us about your shop tell us just what's next for you so right now um i'm scheduled to do to be a part of a fashion show um Mm -hmm. in columbus ohio september 25th is the date i don't have the time and stuff just quite yet but that's that's my next thing and then i'm looking into hosting small workshops maybe at a library or something for vendors or even um, people that need help with their setup. 
even if they've been in business for a long time and they just want something different, um, I'm looking to host a workshop now that we can kind of do it in person. That mm-hmm. is what I want to do. And then create a video, an e-version of a workshop for people to be able to download and watch at their leisure. Y'all get that? You're doing a lot. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll be a speaker. So I'll be a speaker wow. at Women in Blanc um, at the end of the month. That's awesome. Tell us more about that event. Um, so Women in Blanc is an event hosted by Adrian Ruff. Um, this is her finale event. Dope event. I've, I've been a vendor every time at the event. Great exposure. She brings in actual like CEOs mm. of businesses, a few that I knew about. And now like we're friends. I have phone numbers I can call if they come in town. Like, hey, I'm here. We go on to lunch. If I can get that one on one time with a CEO that mm. is running like a national brand, hey, I'm getting that time in. To ask, get questions, get clarity, because they're watching you too on social media. You know, mm-hmm. they're like, okay, this is what you could do, you know, this, that, and the other. But it's those events are always dope to go for networking because you never know who you're going to meet. You never know when you're going to be able to cross paths with this person again. When you can collaborate, when they'll, that, you know, you they might be like, hey, we want you to come and speak at our event flying you out you can bring your stuff you can be a vendor because I'm also a vendor at Women in Blanc so now Mm -hmm. I'm kind of doing double duty but now I have to find someone to work my table (laughs) while Mm -hmm. I'm being a speaker so that means that my table has to be pristine and very clear on price points so yeah it's going to be a dope experience I'm trying to get my fit together (laughs) to make sure you know I'm still representing my uh, brand and my style and my swagger and white. Amen. Look at her. And she's always dope. So I expect nothing less <laughs> for her to express that. So tell us more about how to connect with you. Where can they find you? Where can they purchase the book? Where can they purchase your your all your clothing, your jewelry, everything that you have? Where do they get that from? So uh, the book is on Amazon.com, it's on Walmart.com, it's on Target.com, and BarnesandNoble.com. They recently added Walmart, which I thought was dope, because I go in and check from time to time, and I was like, oh, they added Walmart? Okay, Um, that's what's up. So that's where the book is. And then my website is Kinks by Nikki, and that's K-I-N-C-S. B-Y-N-I-C-K-I dot com. My website is with Shopify. And then I'm on Instagram and Facebook under Kinks by Nikki. So make sure y'all listen. Follow her. She just gave you all of her information. Make sure you follow her. Get her stuff. Visit her. Purchase everything. All of it. You need to connect. That's seriously. It's so many techniques and etiquettes in the book to help you run any type of business that you have, even if it's outside of the tablescape, anything. It's just some really dope information to help you level up your business. So thank you so much, Nikki. I appreciate you being here today. You're so welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So please, please make sure you're following her. She's stepping on some people's toes, but we're stepping on people's toes so you can make this money. Because at the end of the day, your business is your business. 
No one is going to protect your business like you do. So it's very important that you are using these principles that she gave you to really strategize and strengthen your business and your business relationship. So thank you again for being here. You're so welcome. Yes. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for joining me for Girl, You Got This Author's Edition. And we will see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Janelle Jones Empowerment Podcast. Please be sure to visit our website at JanelleJonesEmpowers.com. That's Janelle, J-A-N-E-L-L, JonesEmpowers.com. There you'll be able to sign up for free information to help you live out your dreams.